Hi, it's Casey. Thanks for shining on today. Who can lead us to a happy life? The one who's taken themselves from despair to joy. Jennifer Zeliff is one of those people. So if you want to get on the road to thriving, start the journey today. Pursue the things that make you happy. And there's one change you can make today that may change your life. Jennifer Zeliff changed mine when she stopped in for just two minutes last week and told us to stop complaining. Today, we get the whole story. Was Jen always fit and fabulous? No, I was a obese kid. And it just turned around for me when I hit my 20s and realized that I was unhappy. I was really unhappy. And I used food to comfort myself. So it was to shove down feelings. I came from a very dysfunctional household. And at 20, when I was 23, my dad was just shy of his 60th birthday. He committed suicide. Mm. So it was like a real, it was an awakening for me. But I realized that I was using food to stuff down my emotions and no matter what it's just it's going to come back you know you can't that's why we lose weight we gain weight we lose weight we gain weight because we never deal you don't have to go through years of therapy it's just it's it's changing your mindset so it's it's acknowledging that this is what I do and now I just need to do it differently so you really at 23 started a journey that's now taken you to a place where you can take other people on a healthy journey how did you turn it all around well, it was a process. It wasn't, it definitely didn't happen overnight. It really, I mean, I started at 23 and it continued. My my thought process was I wanted to thrive. I just didn't want to survive. But I can, I can honestly say that it was, you know, a, a long process and a long journey of learning and changing my mindset, putting in the tools that helped me change my mindset, putting in the tools that helped me change my behavior. So, you know, the just to give a little example, you know, like you're, let's say you're procrastinating and next thing you know, you find yourself opening the refrigerator door. So that just needs a little behavior change. Mm-hmm. And it was learning those tools and, and learning what I can do to, to make those make those changes and then all of a sudden you know you would make a change and then like I'd have a different reaction you know and it was like wow that reaction that made me happy like I want more of that and I pursued that happy you know making myself happy because only we can do that and it's true what they say you know what you focus on you find so I would focus on the happy and I would focus on doing more things that would make me happy and change my behavior listening to my soul finding my soul's purpose finding people who fed my soul and slowly but surely the environment started to change it was amazing it's it, and it was happening before my eyes but it's a journey you know it doesn't happen overnight mm-hmm. but you can start to thrive right away we can we can thrive right away I want to talk to a uh, 22 year old Jen so say we could just you know conjure her up right now and I'm gonna to say to 22 year old Jen listen I know you know you're a heavy kid now and you're an unhappy kid now but one day you are gonna be fit and trim and fabulous and helping to coach other people what do you think 22 year old you would have said I would have not believed it, but at the same time wanted it and would have said to whoever was speaking to me, please show me how. Right. Just show me how to do it and I'll do it. Because I think we all have a yearning to help others, but I was so sad 
and I was so upset with myself and so unhappy. You know, you, you go to the store and you can't even find clothes that fit you. You know, you go out and you're uncomfortable and you're, you're, you walk into a room and you start, you, in my mind, it was like, who's looking at me? Mm-hmm. Like, are they saying I'm, I'm fat? Are they saying I'm heavy? Do they see me for me? You know, all those things were going through my mind. It wasn't just about going into a room and, hey, let's see who I can meet. You right. know, there was no self-esteem there. So that 22-year-old Jen was, just show me how. Show me just how. show me how. Because I know there are people listening right now who will make a change in their life and maybe with your help. And they can't even imagine where, from where they are right now how far they will go. No, and you don't have to. That's the beauty of this is that if you could really just picture the first step, I show people how to just live in the moment. And that's what we do. We live in the moment because we can say it for any point in our life. And if we say it about weight loss or we say it about our careers or even our children, you know, you can't even, when you, when you take that baby home, you can't even imagine, you know, 20 years what they'll be like. And so you might dream about it, but you focus on today you focus on them right now or in your career you might have this wonderful dream about achieving certain steps and and accolades but you just know what the first step is and we we kind of lose that when we work on ourselves we think about oh my gosh it's so it's such a long road it's I can't even imagine being that person you can dream about it and and you create your visions about it but you just do the first step thrive is an acronym for for certain elements so the t is trust the h is heart the r is resilience the i is intuition the v is values and the e is excellence so when we start with trust what are we trusting or who are we trusting so so the, the trust is faith the trust is that when things happen they're meant to be that way it's learning that we're not perfect this is about a wonderful life to be traveled and we're going to make mistakes and we learn from those mistakes we're going to be in relationships that weren't the best relationships we're going to take jobs that maybe we shouldn't have taken but there's something to always learn from it and we take that information and we go forward so there's this great big hope out there there's this great big faith that we're supposed to thrive we're supposed to be happy and there's this great big universe out there that is working in our corner it's working it's it's helping us we have this whole big team out there that helps us so we're not alone Trust is about we're not alone. Okay. So if that's the case, if, you know, there are are invisible forces in the universe that are turned on by our faith in them, Uh why are so many people so stuck for so long? Because there are certain actions that we need to do, right? We have free will. So this is simple, and you would never tie it to that invisible force, but here's a great example. Stop complaining. Remove complaining out of your life. You remove complaining, this whole world starts to open up to you. I mean, how many people do you meet, Casey, where you'll be like, hey, how's your, how's your day going? And the list is five things that happened that went wrong. Mm-hmm. So if we turn that around, right, instead of listing those five things, let's say your day kicked off where your, your alarm, it, it didn't go off. The trust is, that's it. it. It didn't go off. There must be a reason. So now I'm just going to get up. 
I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say thank you because it kept me from something or maybe I needed to be home. There have been many times where I, I slept in longer than I should, missed an appointment, but next thing you know, I get a phone call from the school that I have to go pick up my son. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, thank you. Wow. It, it arranged the day for me. Well, so you know, trust. now that you say that, I have to tell you this story. Um, a couple of weeks ago, you know, I, I, I all of a sudden got a, like a cold. Like, bam, all of a sudden I'm sick. I can't go to work. I'm shocked because this, you know, I felt fine one minute and the next minute I am so sick. Right. Right. So now I'm home from work and um, I hear my cat make a funny noise. Right. And my cat only makes two noises. One says, feed me. The other one says, let me out. This was neither of those noises. I go to find the cat. The cat leads me to the basement. Like, you know, the cat does this follow me thing. Yeah. And the oil burner was billowing out black smoke. See? Yeah. Yeah. So, and then, you know, so I, I turn it off and I do all the right things and I call the appropriate people and immediately my cold was gone. Yeah, it's amazing, right? Yeah, so uh, I I feel like I can tell you this story because you're not going to say, oh, wow, you're crazy, but this is how you live. But this is exactly, this is how I live and this is how I teach people to live because you don't have to do much to get that. You have to do very little to gain that access to that invisible field. Unplugging from negativity, I get it. But when you say give up complaining, Jen, I'd have nothing to say. You know, this is a stretch here, but losing weight, because that's what drives a lot of us, is that it's not that that part is hard. Once we make a few changes, the weight will come off because it's about changing our behavior, our actions, our words. And just little changes go a long way. Thrive by Jen is the program that we're talking about. And one of the things that you do in this program is eliminate complaining. Because you know what that does? I think my interpretation of it, it cleans up your environment. It cleans up your energy. Absolutely. It, It cleans up your space, right? Like what you're saying, it cleans up your environment and your energy. So that's your space. So now all of a sudden this new energy can find you. So now instead of attracting more things to complain about, because that's what it does, what you focus on, you find. So all of a sudden now this new energy you're attracting, now you're attracting, you know, wonderful things. It's amazing. I wish this for everybody. This is, you know, what I've turned my soul's purpose into is that I want, I want people to thrive. So that's Jennifer Zellup. Her program is called Thrive. The T stands for trust. Find out what the rest of the acronym stands for at jenniferzellup.com. And maybe you'll see me in one of her kickboxing classes in Peekskill soon. But no matter where you are on the planet, Jen can help you thrive. jenniferzellup.com. And keep in mind what Jen said about her younger self. There was no self-esteem there. So that 22-year-old Jen was, just show me how. Just show me how, because there was no self-esteem there. And that, my friends, is at the core of the work of my next guest, Priscilla Kerasi. She finds at the center of the issue of the many people who seek her help a lack of self-esteem. Her new book is called Fix Your Screwed Up Life. My hypothesis that what's wrong with everything and every person and every bad interaction in the world is low self-esteem. Everything that goes wrong in relationships, in the way we treat the environment, 
in the way um, we, you know, we treat each other or have ex- set up expectations for ourselves or the family dynamics. I think that that is the core of every disharmony everywhere. Recover your inherent self-esteem and start living the life of your dreams. Longtime friend to shine on the Health and Happiness Show, Priscilla Kerasy of Live and Learn Guides is with us. Her new book is called Fix Your Screwed Up Life. So Priscilla, how did you come onto this theory? Well, I work as a psychic medium. I work as a hypnotist and I work as a, I'm a minister and I work as a spiritual coach. And it was years and years of seeing these three subsections of the population as my client base and um, it just kind of came in out of the blue one day you know what's wrong with everybody though they're coming for weight loss or they're coming to feel like you know where am I on my spiritual path or or for even for a reading to connect with loved ones in the afterlife it all came down to what appeared to me to be the same problem none of these good people felt that they were worthy enough Every single problem that I saw that they brought to me, when I looked just one step past what they were presenting, that was the problem. And so I, began, I wrote this book and I began to talk to my clients about, well, let's, instead of addressing weight loss first or quitting smoking first or your spiritual path first or your you know, relationship first, first look at how you feel about yourself and go from there. You know, it actually makes me want to cry because I think you've hit on something really huge because people can go from counselor to counselor. Uh, from relationship to relationship, thinking they've got it fixed this time, they've got it beat this time because they've changed the scenery, but really it's their their relationship to themselves. That's right. And, you know, I, I use a couple of acronyms in this book, and they just seem to me so apropos because I was, I had low self-esteem. I grew up with low self-esteem, and I use the word loser for someone with low self-esteem. So the L-O is for low and the S and the E for self-esteem. So lose is what I call low self-esteem, and a loser is some because, you know, when you have low, low self-esteem, you feel like a loser. Yeah. And you make kind of loser decisions. So it's, you know, it's, it's a bit irreverent, but um, it's lovingly, uh, it's a loving acronym. And those who recover their inherent self-esteem, because I don't think a person needs to seek God or find their higher self. They need to recover that because we're born with that. We don't have to, we don't have to earn God's love. We don't have to earn abundance and prosperity. We don't have to earn health. We're not inherently flawed. We're inherently perfect. And when we recover that sense of ourselves, all the problems we think we have, they just disappear. Priscilla Kerasy is our guest. Fix Your Screwed Up Life is her new book, and it all comes down to low self-esteem. Are you a loser? I think I was a loser for a really long time, but I'll tell you this. And it's nobody's fault, right? No, we didn't grow up with parents telling us, you're perfect, you're wonderful, go, you can do anything in the world. They had their own bag of beans. Even the best, the most well-intentioned parents, we're we're the cradle of this very fragile perfection, and, you know, you've got to be a pretty darn self-confident parent yourself never to lose your patience with your kid and say mm-hmm. something later and you know we're so malleable when we're tiny that even the most you know even if a parent were to be horrified to think oh what I said that to you that impacted you so so profoundly but those things do happen and and it's with consistent acknowledgement that we're good people we have a better chance of growing up with healthy self-esteem very often as kids we grow up thinking I'm good if I do something if I do the right thing and if I get good grades and I get along with my siblings and I go do community service 
and so we're rewarded with praise and you know warmth about who we are as people because of the things that we do rather than just because of who you are right so we can say to right now every person who ever hears this right now at this moment you are worthy of all the things that you want Oh, you are so perfect. If you only knew, if you only could turn those old tapes down or drop that sense of, well, let me go do stuff, you know? I mean, when I was a younger woman, I was interested in and I was involved in all of these amazing things. I was a mountaineer and I did, I spoke a couple languages, I did all these things, but I wasn't doing them so much because... I felt that they were originating organically uh, from a true passion and desire to do those things. I wanted to seem cool. But the more mountains you climb and the higher the mountain and the bigger the adventure and the more languages you learn, well, surely you're worthy now, right? Right. If I do this and I have people say nice things about me, I'm going to be a good person. Right. So I call that sort of the loser formula. Let me do so I can have and then I can be. But the riser formula, a person who has recovered his or her inherent self-esteem, understands that just being, fully realizing who I know myself here to be, then I'll have the right sort of friends and I'll have the right opportunities and have the right ideas, and then I'll take action to do those things. So it's a much more efficient and happier way to live. Priscilla Kerasi is the guest. Fix Your Screwed Up Life is the book. Once you realize that you are a child of God and you are perfectly worthy, things really do change. But you've given us in your book a few steps to take to help us get closer to a riser, recovering our self-esteem. And one of them is on page 89, and I love it because this is where we ended the show last week, the dangers of complaining. Talk about that. If you believe in the law of attraction, if you believe in even like attracts like, uh, you know, the physics of this, we know that what we focus on, we get more of. So whether we're complaining to other people or about other people or complaining about ourselves, we're turning our attention to something that because of the physical laws of the universe is gonna attract more of the same uh, to us. So when we are are operating with you know some loser math out of this loser formula, it's easy to find fault with other things or find fault with you know why we aren't uh, feeling better, why we aren't enjoying more abundance or health or prosperity or other blessings. And it can be just a terrible self-perpetuating cycle. And it's learned behavior, and the good news about that is we can unlearn it. And it's a very challenging thing, though. I'll tell you, I used to teach a volunteer self-esteem course at a woman's correctional facility. And it was very challenging to work with these wonderful women to kind of move away from complaining. This is step one. This was obviously women who didn't have a lot of control over their lives, but they did have control in those few years that they were incarcerated on how they were going to think and how they were going to talk about themselves and talk to each other. And we spent a good deal of time on that, and it was so rewarding just to watch this change, watch the energy of the person's face and posture change when they turn away from focusing on what's going wrong and start to imagine and think about what could go right. It is amazing. The energy inside you and around you changes almost immediately. And, you know, it can be a tall order if you're a mom with a bunch of kids and you're stressed out or you're, or you're late to work and you pull out behind the school bus that stops every other driveway. It's a good exercise. It's a moment in time where we can say, okay, I'm, I'm just here. I'm here. I've got to be here. I've got to wait. And waiting for a loser can be very, very challenging because if we're not busy, busy, busy with our thoughts and our, and our actions, and, the, and that formula, which, you know, let me do, 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 so I can be, feel good about myself, 
and there's that silence or that emptiness and <laughs> nothing to do but fidget, losers can be afraid of that because it can bring up a lot of self, a moment of self-reflection that, that if they're not loving themselves or feeling confident about themselves can be kind of really anxiety causing. Right, right. Look at this. Everything happens to me. My life is terrible. And if you recover or work towards recovering your inherent self-esteem and you get stuck behind the school bus, you find that you begin to just laugh at yourself. You know, like, oh, well, of course, this is my, you know, and and Mm -hmm. genuinely have a lighter energy about it because someone who feels just fine about themselves knows if they are late for an appointment, they can go in and tell the truth. It takes some self-esteem to do that. Yeah. And when you finally recover your self-esteem, you Look at people differently. You're you're much you're much easier on yourself and everybody else. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, so now let's address the people who are soon to be risers. What's the first thing they can do to get on the path to becoming a riser, someone who's recovered their inherent self-esteem? Well, a, a number of things. First, I think it's a good idea to kind of, especially if you're going to use something like my book, is to figure out how you talk to yourself. Are you a very logical person? Someone I call a thinker. These are generally my hypnosis clients. Someone who has, has a very practical approach to things. Are you the kind of person who's, who is okay with visualization, something a little softer, um, imagining your spirit guides helping you or the angels helping you? You know, another person is one I call a believer, might be a person who would hope to seek for the kingdom of heaven. That's the same thing as looking inside. You know, Jesus asks us to look for, seek first the kingdom of heaven and everything else will be given to you. And, and this is the same thing as recovering one's inherent, inherent self-esteem. When I know and I see inside of myself that I am faultless, you know, in, in who I am. That doesn't mean our actions. We, we haven't made mistakes in our actions that we've taken or, or things that we've said or done, but who we are is, is perfect and always operating from perfection. That would be a different way to approach it. So I'm my first suggestion would be, how, how do I talk to myself? Because I would never ask somebody who is a very logical person to imagine the angels coming in or someone from a past life coming in to help them. It's just not going to stick. So I would say first determine maybe how have you succeeded at things in the past? Have you set goals with action steps and been very logical? Have you visualized your way into it? Have you prayed your way into it? So I might every day spend some time just closing my eyes, bringing myself into a life state of hypnosis and focusing on what is positive in my life now. Even so, with a person who is more, who is a feeler, somebody who is more subconscious about it, I would do the same thing. Just every day, spend some time just acknowledging that there is a light inside of me and whether it comes from the angels, whatever that might be. Where is the divine in me? Where is the God in me? Just by acknowledging that, whether it's thinking, feeling or believing, acknowledging yourself, there's a part of you inside there, that naturally begins to push out those old voices, press out the boundaries a little bit further so that there's more peace and space inside. And we begin to believe it. We begin to believe and see and recognize that, wait a minute, I I am here. The very fact that I'm here is a miracle. Let's just focus on that for a moment. So I think the first step anybody can do is to just acknowledge that there is perfection in there. Take some time today to acknowledge that there's perfection in you. You were born that way. Priscilla Kerasy, fixyourscreweduplife.com. And if you'd like to be in the drawing to win a copy of her book, email me at kcradio at gmail.com. So maybe that's the whole point. Maybe our job is to simply recover our self-esteem. Your thought for the day comes from A Course in Miracles, lesson number 188. Those who seek the light are merely covering their eyes. 
Have a great week. And remember, April 30th is our day of self-compassion at the Buddhist Monastery in Kent. May 7th, it's our Spring Expo in Verplank. And June 11th, a retreat at the Cold Spring Retreat House. Get all the details at kcradio.com. You've been listening to Shine On, the health and happiness show with Casey, an Ella's Leash production. The content of Shine On, the health and happiness show is intended for general information purposes only. You can listen to previously broadcast shows online at caseyradio.com. Join Casey for another edition of Shine On, the health and happiness show next Sunday morning from 100.7 WHUD.